and welcome to Guy Cocker's Video Games Podcast. I'm your host, Guy Cocker. This is episode 40 after a long hiatus, and we're recording on the 9th of October 2014, I think. Uh, this week, I'm joined by two of the finest young men in the UK games industry. Uh, they're stunning guests, returning guests, uh, but last time, uh, so last time they joined me uh, for my first post Games Media Awards winning show. Now they're joining me one week ahead of this year's awards. Uh, first up is Neil Gorton, who's the community manager at Capcom UK. Uh, Neil can be seen manning the forums, uh, the social medias, and the events, talking about Resident Evil, Street Fighter, and of course, that Darkstalkers sequel. Uh, Neil, thanks for coming on the show. Oh, guy, <laughs> you, you make it sound like we're almost holding a knife to you, but we are, we are really nice guys. Genuinely nice young men. Although, I mean, I don't care what everyone says. I like you guys. I'm glad to have you back on the show. And then next up is Sam Connorsby, who is the site director for Game Central TV, or at least I think he's the site director. Uh, game Central TV, get this, guys, is focused on redefining the way video game content appears online through story-based videos and creating a culture-based environment for gamers to share their passion. Sam, welcome. Wow. I don't even have to add anything. I don't even have to add anything. I think that's because you wrote that for some I'm sort of press did. release. I, it was either a press release or last time you were on the show. I have since been promoted. I'm now... Um, Overlord. Admiral. Yeah, Admiral. Admiral in charge of everything. Admiral Connorsby. Uh, no, I think technically my title is Head of Content. Head of content. Now, mainly because it looks better on a business card when meeting advertisers. So. <laughs> Whatever happened to editor? Editor-in-chief? Editor, now, yeah. now all Obsolete. content directors. Yeah. Print's dead. Right, let's move on. <laughs> uh, okay, well, we're going to be talking about this week's news, uh, other stuff, what, what we've been playing. Uh, remember, you can drop me an email, podcast at guycocker.com. Let me know what you think of the show, what you're playing, uh, and I will uh, answer them on an upcoming episode. Uh, and if you listen to the show, leave it a rating or review on iTunes. I will point out at the start before we get into this Let's now this. that um, me and Neil did sign up to appear on this episode of the podcast, kind of assuming that you'd be nominated for the GMA again. Again, and yeah. Now, it's not now that that hasn't come up. Probably because um, I haven't done one for two months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's not right. Well, so, I mean, so what? So you're, you're unhappy? Oh, yeah. You, I mean, wanna, you need to start your own Games Media Award winning show, maybe. Well... We won't get into me and Neil not being nominated for the podcast of the year. Con- but contractually, it's quite hard for me to have opinions about other video games. <laughs> about other video games but, or but, video game shows? Oh, video game shows I can reap away like a, a field of corn, but uh, actual video games, oh, that's a bit of a grey area. This is not a top gear of games. Yes, that's how I judge quality. Um but hey, you're not you're not spurned from the GMA so much. I mean, it's not a title defence. I am st- I am still up for journalist journalist. I'm not going to be there. <laughs> right. I That's gather. Well, neither, 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 yeah. <laughs> I never filmed one of those videos. <laughs> Except speeches. speeches. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be in Canada. Maybe I could do a satellite link. Oh, please, yeah? we can arrange that. Skype's <laughs> free these days. Well, I'm never. Unfortunately, I'm never going to win it because Ellie uh, Gibson's up for awards, and, uh, <laughs> and she Gibson. You're well, she's leaving. The, a, she's leaving the industry, and B, she's uh, she's a female games journalist. Hot topic at the moment. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> hot topic. So she no, she's leaving the industry, isn't she? So she's, she's definitely. Where's Ellie off to? So why are we giving awards to people who are fucking <laughs> off? Julia's up for it. She's a woman. Julia's up for it. Yeah. She's staying. Uh, she's sticking around, uh, but anyway, I gather you can uh, vote for this award on the night, gentlemen. So, uh, oh, don't you worry about that, guys. So, That'd be like the Roman Senate. <laughs> <Is> it, <laughs> <laughs> well, so, what, how do I bribe you with? Uh, oh, do I have to bribe us? Alcohol. Um, 
Like, who do I need to right, sleep we like with? You, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll push you up to the ranks. We like, like Gangs New York, where they're like, right, get them to vote, bring them back, cut her hair, shave them, send them back in. It's uh, it's never happening. But you're going, aren't you? So, uh, you I'll imagine Neil, you're going. Not, so. I'll be there. Uh, First time. First time ever. At our You've games. not been before. I've never oh, been to an industry day before. This is so bad. <laughs> So it's uh, it, what, you've just never been invited, or you're you're just. Uh... Well, I think it's just because I'm just fuck ugly that I never really got <laughs> got an invite to anything. Uh, I dress like a twelve year old. Right. I've never seen out of jeans and a t shirt. So you're I'm... wearing a suit for this, though. This is the suit. I will break out a suit with uh, some trainers on. Don't worry, I'll bring it back. If you wear a tie, your wife's gonna be pissed. <laughs> true. Considering you we, didn't wear one to your own wedding. That is true. <laughs> is that true? I I wore a suit, but I did not wear a tie. Wow. So you're so, but you're under orders from uh, uh, from our from PR manager, PR manager to, to wear to, to dress wear, up to wear. I've got to scrub up. Let me turn this one off. Sorry. Oh, uh, no wonder you didn't get nominated with, again. With this poor quality of two, two months out of the game, and look how slack he's got. <laughs> I'm off my game, guys. I'm sorry. I know you're re- you're regular podcasters. Yeah, um, once uh, once every once every six weeks or so. <laughs> <laughs> we do it. We do it on a lunar cycle. So when the the moon's in its in its zenith, that's when we record. It's a great moon at the moment. There it's is. very, very bright at the moment, guys. Big moon. Big moon. Mega moon. Mega moon at the moment. So, will you tweet me or let me know how I do in the, the Games Media Awards? Yeah, someone yeah. else do. Yeah, just I let me know if Ellie or uh, Julie or whoever. Is do you not get into trouble if you tweet from the Games Media Awards? <laughs> <laughs> you have to use an appropriate hashtag. Right, okay. Just be careful of the hashtag. Yeah. It should what? be alright. If someone offers you a free PlayStation to tweet, don't. You are, you're away. okay, actually. You're on the PR side, so you're well, not on the PR side. Sorry, you're on the publisher side. Oh, so I so I can have a free PlayStation. Go nuts. You can go, nuts. go nuts. All the free shit you want. Doesn't <laughs> really? matter. Um, go nuts. Like, so so with that addressed, with the with the lack of Games Media Award attention this year, right. are you okay sticking around? Do you think, Sam? Yeah, but only only because you're such a a lovely guy. <laughs> guy. Guy. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm happy to stick around. Well, you're, you're, the thing is, you're my. Well, there's an event tonight for the launch of NBA, and apparently it's in the ghetto. Oh. Uh, and you're my, you're my uh, chaperone for that. You're my security. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great little event that Two K put on. Um, <laughs> Get that in great event, Two K. Great event that Two K Games put on <laughs> kindly yeah, for uh, NBA Two K Fifteen. Yeah, uh, which in itself is an amazing title. <laughs> it looks, it looks like a <laughs> that I special release. Yeah. Likely will never play because <laughs> I don't really understand basketball. <laughs> but you're in, you know the sports hall where. It, it oh, I know at. the sports hall where it's at. Yeah. I remember there was hot um, dogs last time. There was hot dogs last Ooh. time. Hot dogs, and if I recall, two beers. Two so beers. Whole ones. Wow. So you get beer tokens on the way in. Yeah. Slash, bug Matt or Ben or someone. Drinks. Fun little fact for you: at that event was the first time I ever made a vine. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, at the NBA event last year? It was. Right. Look at me now, social media guru. I feel like I'm out of the loop because this is the first ever NBA event I'm aware of. Well, so. it's, they do it in conjunction with Rewind magazine. Which so is it's, a uh, famous... Um, I imagine urban lifestyle, urban lifestyle. type yeah. thing. So you've got people playing b-balls, right. um, shooting hoops. You're and, pretty uh, much... slam, slam dunking. I doubt there'll be any slam dunking. <laughs> I doubt that. From uh, you're you're pretty much downhill from there. I mean, Space Jam is your sole oh, font of. That's my my dream is that one year, two um, K put 
the Monstars yeah. into 2K15. <laughs> I just think that would be amazing. Never seen ever. The problem is that would be some sort of, I think that's like a Warner Brothers film, so it'd be all sorts of rights issues. Yeah, to, but... They, they <laughs> can it work out. it out. Let the lawyers if they they're out. not. It's not like they're doing anything with the Space Jam license. Exactly. It's, it's wasn't, not, the, wasn't there a rumour of a sequel? Oh, that would have been the greatest thing that ever happened to cinema. It's Jordan, isn't it? It's my, uh, Michael Jordan's in it. I yeah, think. Michael yeah. Jordan, uh, Dennis Nedry, wow. whatever his real name is. <laughs> yeah, no, um, no, Dennis Nedry. Dennis so. Nedry shows up. Um, <laughs> Bill Murray. Wow. People forget Murray's Bill Murray's in, in Space Jam. Wow. People forget that. Um, Danny DeVito as the voice of the Monstars manager. Right, okay. You are quite the scholar. This is, oh, oh, Space, Space Jam. Jam. Space, people take the piss out of Space Jam, but that's that's a quality film. For people that are listening, he's not even on IMDb on his phone or anything. <laughs> he's, he's recalling this from memory. Yeah. This is crazy. Good film. Uh, so yeah, let's make it happen. We'll uh, we'll bug 2K tonight and make yeah, it happen. Yeah, that's DLC. When it's, when it's in the game next year, you've got uh, us to thank for this. All right. Should we talk some games news? <laughs> I suppose. Let's do it. Let's, uh, let's talk about this big news story that's doing the rounds. Uh, Chinese smartphone game uh, Chinese smartphone game caught out posting semi, semi-naked user videos online. You heard this one? This is the big news. No, but uh, proceed. This is leading on, uh, on MCV this afternoon. Chinese smartphone game called Fengquang Liwang has found itself in the centre of a data privacy, privacy even, scandal. Uh, South China Morning Post reports that the title uploaded 36,000 private user videos <laughs> to the internet without notification or permission. Videos of what? Uh, videos of... Uh, of of people, so here we go. The, the app itself allowed users to play charades by sharing video clips. However, said footage, which users presumed could only be seen by friends and others with that, with whom they were playing the game, uh, was also being captured and posted online on Youku.com. Most of which featured users in various states of undress. So, so get on this app. So what's guys. what's the way I interpret that story is this: film yourself doing charades, send it to your mates. App exists. Yeah. People haven't probably haven't read the small print where it says your videos can be uploaded online, and they've then proceeded to play naked charades. <laughs> that was the first thing that people thought with this app, and, Ch- and the Chinese as well, who you assume are maybe a more reserved. Is that wrong? Wrong to assume that? I, I don't know. Do we have, uh, we, do we complete ignorance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so basically, yeah, thirty six thousand private user videos hitting the internet. It's it's like Snapchat, though, isn't it, or whatever else? You kind of assume that that these videos are being deleted and not being posted publicly. I think. Yeah, but if you assume anything to do with digital information these days, you're an idiot. True. Fair point. What do you think, Neil? Would you Why be? Why would you play charades topless? Do you know what I mean? How's that helping? <laughs> like at Christmas time, I'll be there with my gran. Grand. Grand. grand, right? It's a film, right? And then I just take my top off, <laughs> trousers down. Yeah. Shirt off. Is it? Is it? Is it that one? Is, is it, it Die Hard? Is well it done, Ghost? Man. Is it Ghost? Are you doing pottery, son? Put your clothes back on. So it's not happening. You're well, not they doing just, naked well, charades. Can, can you add like? Because assuming that's like, oh, I send like I'm playing charades with the missus or or whatever. And you, it's not naked charades. But the. Getting naked, so they're thinking like, "Oh, I'll play, we'll play charades naked." Is that sexy? Can charades ever really be sexy? Of course it can. You're doing can it wrong. It's, uh... Really, charades. Someone stood there going, like one, one word, <laughs> one, one, two syllables. Film. 
It's not sexy. With Maybe the there's. I'm not play with. I'm not play with the game. I'm not seeing any of these. Uh, these clips, but maybe there's a special section where it's you know sexy, can, sexy books. I can guarantee you. <laughs> if, it's, if it's sexy books, afterwards. they would be banned in China. Like that's true. Yeah. Anything racy would, they know would be. What it is? Yeah, it's exactly. all. I mean, I don't know much of mainland China, but I know it's, it's what I was saying. The censorship's know. pretty. Unless that's just they must have known. Maybe like <laughs> they don't get Snapchat, but they found a way to share raunchy like, vids with each other. Don't get me wrong, like. Being naked for charades might make might things improve. a bit easier at several points. Like if you're doing like bed knobs and broomsticks, <laughs> straight away you got something. Straight away you part way there and you just got a point. I do three hundred. Three hundred. Yeah. <laughs> just put a pair of red Y fronts on. And just point on my six pack. Boom. Boom. So three hundred, isn't it? So developers Zai, I'm hopefully getting this right. Zaijiang Zile Network and Spot on. Beijing's Hortasoft have apologised. Although they claim the app was only doing, uh, they claim the app was only doing so, so uploading in order to facilitate future sharing. Anyway, uh, that's that story. So, wait, are they private? The videos on this website? Are well, they just there, or are they open to the public? Video sharing's been uh, deactivated now in the right. app, but I don't, so I don't know how you're playing charades now if it's deactivated. It's not just just go back to playing just going charades. Just back to normal charades. Why like not clothes, just, yeah, why not charades. just meet up and play charades rather yeah. than? That's sad, isn't it? In your room with the with your phone. Oh, I'm doing a charade. Like selfieing yourself naked doing charades and sending it to people. Do you not? What has modern, what has a modern world come to? <laughs> Do they practice in the mirror? You're gonna you're gonna be on this though later. Come on. Right. Downloading it. Oh, I'm gonna. We'll play. Over let's play. Videos. Let's try. We're doing that on the train on the way <laughs> out tonight. Let's get some of these charades up. Don't paint Candy Crush with your top off. <laughs> Uh, right, I'm just trying to find the next news story. This is uh, this interesting. King, uh, as in the game maker, tops in TV ads over Sony and Microsoft. So Candy Crush Saga creator King runs more television adverts than any other video game company out there, uh, according to advertising metrics company iSpot.tv. Um, it, uh, the GamesBeat has reported on the firm's finding with findings which state King commercials have aired on US national television more than 34,000 times this year. Uh, in comparison, uh, Microsoft ran 7,500 ads, while Sony scheduled 3,000 spots uh, during the first three quarters of 2014. So ten times the number of ads from King uh, than well, Sony. I, mean, I also is- read that story, and it's very, very important to remember the cost of TV adverts in different positions. Yes, okay. Um, so, this, so this is part of the story. So Microsoft outspent King they spent 66 million dollars uh, but that's because of the quality of the ad so they're, they're advertising exactly. during whatever's what's big in the US uh, The Voice or whatever The Voice and The Walking Dead and yeah. that sort of stuff so, but King's going for the King's going for the homes under hey, the you, hammer <laughs> you seem to still be up at 3 in the morning have you heard of Candy Crush <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you might like this have you like, you seem to be stoned have you got the munchies <laughs> how about a game all about sweets <laughs> It's just, yeah, it's it's the reason that some TV channels, you'll be in the, in one advert break, you'll see two like money supermarket adverts, right? Because they have open contracts with their advertising buyers. That's just as soon as any space comes up for this price, put our advert in. Right. There's no. It's just a scattergun approach. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then seems to be working for him. So, Candy Crush is quite popular. So you're, you've got a background, you worked in TV, you kind of... Yeah. You, so, so you know about this sort of... Quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it's... it's that If you can afford 
to do that method wide enough, then yeah, that's that's probably the best way to go for something like an app. It's kind of unavoidable though, isn't it, Candy Crush? Everyone's seen it on. Yeah, even that's if it. They it's are the difference poor between ads. marketing your brand and marketing your product. Like if you're marketing a product, you want it out there in front of as many people as possible sure. who could theoretically buy it. But if you're marketing a brand, then you want to target it more. Right. What was establish the, brand identity? What was the last good video game advert you saw on yeah. telly? Um, I tell you what, if they hadn't have had them talking, uh, the Destiny live action advert. How much did that ruin the immigrant song uh, for you? It just it destroyed. Um, I don't know if I've seen this one. So it had. Uh, <laughs> it's, it, was, but it was the primal scream song, wasn't yeah. it? It was the the immigrant right. songs, the one that starts. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I use the app uh, Vidzone a lot on my PS3. Yeah, yeah. So I get my music videos and stay down with the kids. <laughs> but uh, obviously, Sony put a lot of money into marketing Destiny, um, and that was the advert that was on every second song. <laughs> and by the end of it, uh, I have tired completely of the immigrant song, which I thought is something that would never happen. Um, There's a good cover actually for um, what is it? The uh, it's the soundtrack from what's it called? The f- um, the Swedish film that David Fincher did. <laughs> what's it called? <laughs> uh, ba- based on a based on a novel, a Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. Right. There's a good cover version of uh, Immigrant Song. On oh the cover, yeah, on the soundtrack. yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually saw so that. for that advert, first advert for that film, first trailer was. It was literally just a shot from the bumper of a car going up the driveway to the house from the film. Mm. But then on every beat of the song, they cut to just a random shot from the film. Right, okay. It was one of the best trailers. That's one of the best film trailers I've seen. That's the girl, girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yeah, yeah, the first one, just because it was so, it's really impactful. Mm, okay. So, uh, so yeah, this is this is basically just king dropping. A l- well, a lot of money, but a lot of, they're just doing this scattergun approach, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, I mean, but you're not going to see... Candy Crush advertised at half time of the Champions League game. No. But, yeah, if you're watching TV at two in the morning, you're going to see it a lot. Uh, Clash of Clans maker Supercell dropped $29 million, and that's more than Activision Blizzard, who dropped $26 million. So there we go. Lots of money in advertising. Who knew? Uh, you, you, can you guys bring me up to date on this story? YouTubers, so this is a long, really long story, but YouTubers defending Shadow of Mordor's contractually positive reviews. So basically, there was a deal before Shadow of Mordor came out, I believe, this is as far as I know the story anyway, that, uh, that if, they, if, if YouTubers wanted early access to the game, there was some sort of sponsorship deal involved. Right. This is, this is again, very, very quickly cleaned up. And he's cleaned up, I believe, within the article. Right. That contract, at no point, states that a review must be favourable. Right. Right? It states that coverage must be favourable. Okay. So it's sponsored coverage of a game, where they're getting these YouTubers, they're saying, you can have access to the game early, but we want you to talk nicely about it. Right. Which is, it's an advertising spend and a marketing spend. And I think that a lot of journalists in gaming who are reporting on these sort of stories really need to establish the difference between a marketing spend and a PR spend. Okay, so these YouTubers, if they state there's something sponsored content and they're not strictly speaking reviewing it, then they're not a reviewer or a critic. They're not susceptible. It's like the equivalent of Warner Brothers when they make their adverts for their games Mm. or their trailers, they're going to make them positive and look good and make you want to play the game. Sure. 
it's the same thing. It's just a different spend in a different place. So you're saying that it's been overblown, the story's been overblown. Yeah, just, I know Total Biscuit's been quite outspoken about this. He's a prominent YouTuber. So the difference is, it's, it's PR and marketing, two different... Yeah, two very, very different things. And I think that a lot of these people as well need to be very careful in comments that they make online and remember when they're saying about paid-for sponsored content, who's pay, who's buying six, like, sort of 60 80% of the advertising on their websites, yeah. which supposedly aren't susceptible to it. Right. So it's, I mean, there's there's a very delicate balance there, which people are getting annoyed because YouTube's coming into it and has obviously risen massively, but it's, yeah, it's different worlds. Are they are they making it, I've really, I've sort of been taking a little bit of a break, so, and I've stayed away intentionally from this stuff and um, the Gamergate stuff, but with this, with the YouTube thing, are, they, are the YouTubers making it very clear on the video that it's... Well, yeah, I think it's it's one of those things where it's either um, they say something at the beginning of the video, or they mention it, or it's in the description for the video that right. it's sponsored content. It's right. Part okay. of YouTube's um, upload and using the service for YouTube is if it's a sponsored video and you you're advertising and yeah. monetization, you have to specify it. Um, to That's right. Out. I've seen that. Yeah. yeah right. So it's. I mean, it's. I think it's another storm in a teacup. It's right. Just people are misinterpreting something. They've seen like, oh, they've got a contract with these people. This is what we get accused of all the time. Let's dig into this, and then it's well, no, because it's not reviews. I think that's the, that's the key, isn't it? Where if it's if it's as long as it's obvious and you know it's yeah. it's clear that you know this is something that's been paid for. Like traditional journalists have had it quite cushy because it's you know it's separate departments. So a journalist on uh, on IGN or Gamespot has you know a whole other team looking after their ad sales and some YouTubers have that as well. But um but the smaller the smaller YouTubers I guess they have to make money somehow and yeah. Well it's, it's they're doing what what traditional games media has done for a long time it's just they're having to deal with it personally I think. Yeah, and if you if you watch most of what people on YouTube are doing now it's it's a lot of the time it's not even anything near what traditional journalism is doing. I don't like calling it journalism at all. Because it's <laughs> not journalism. Right. It's not journalism. Right. It's, it's, you're part of a media. Like, at the best, you're a critic. Yeah. Like, you're not a journalist. Um, but it's... So it's yeah, the Games Media doing, Awards. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not the, the Games Journalism Awards, right. is it? It's the Games Media Awards. It's, But yeah, YouTube's completely different. They're not doing... Like, they're playing a game and talking about whether they're enjoying it. They're not... You know, going down deep analytical looks at this game. They're sure. just like, I'm playing this game. It's fun. I'm really enjoying it. And <laughs> no, no, of all the games to pick this out on as well, they've picked Shit. Shadow of Mordor, a game that's been reviewed Universal exceptionally yeah. across yeah. the board. Yeah, true. But I gave it first time in seven, eight years of reviewing games. I gave it ten out of ten. You, so never you love it. it. I've not played it yet. I'm not playing. I absolutely love it. Great. I've put about fifty hours into it so far. Right. right. At one point, I wasn't even playing the story. I was just messing about with the Nemesis system. And it's it's a great game. And if people are out there, you know, if they're getting paid to talk about it, it's no different to, you know, like something getting placed in a TV programme or there's sponsored content everywhere. Yeah. I'd, uh, I, I know a lot of people, maybe listeners, but definitely journalists, would disagree with your comment about the journalism thing but I I'm sure they would I, I, I will say I'm working I've been working on a project I can't talk about it in too much depth at the moment but I'll be able to soon working on a project at the BBC and having to actually do some investigative 
you know, picking up the phone and talking to people who might not want to talk to me, actually, you know, digging up names and trying to find information that's not in the public domain. Yeah. I found it really hard. It's like, you know, proper journalism's it's yeah. a very different a very different game to to what Yeah, I mean to what we do. And and there's there's not even any being real. I don't think any real examples like that sounds probably more closest that you're going to get. But I mean, like even things where you look at there's been like a gaming documentary where traditionally to make a documentary you're going to have to do some serious journalism for there to be a point to the film. Mm. But then you look at indie game the movie as great as it was, it wasn't journalism. Right. It was reporting something that had happened. Yeah. Um, so I look forward to you breaking new ground, guys. <laughs> yeah, it was hard. I was like, I don't, I don't want to do this journalism thing. It's really hard. Uh, okay, next um, next new story is games industry is dropping 60 frames per second standard, according to Assassin's Creed Unity developer. Uh, achieving 60 frames per second is no longer gaming's holy grail, uh, the world-level design director of uh, Assassin's Creed Unity said. Uh, in fact, Nicholas... Nicola, I think, Guerin, uh, told Tech Radar that his studio actively targeted 30 frames per second uh, when developing Unity because it delivered a preferable experience to 60 frames per second. Now, do you guys care about... I picked this one out because I care about it, but do you guys care about 60 and 30 and all that? Not a job. Not a not, job. Not, not, not even a job. Right. Wow. It makes no difference. I've I, I transitioned the last couple of years into being more of a, a PC guy, and I, you know, I got a, a good uh, graphics card, and I, I much prefer the experience of, uh, of, of, of having 60 frames per second. There's a, a recent example, I can't, it's, I'm failing to remember what it was, not Titanfall, but I just, I think it's, I, it feels to me like it's a, it's a more enjoyable experience. But do you, so you guys are like, you literally no, no care at all. Like I play Shadow of Mordor on my PC because I get it at 60 frames. Right. Uh, but it doesn't but affect just, the gameplay experience. No, it doesn't, I don't think it does. I think the whole, I think frames per second is maybe... There's maybe more of an argument to be had there than resolution. Because, right. I mean, like a game like Call of Duty, for instance, now, if you went in, would feel weird if it was suddenly 30, 30 frames yeah, a second. Yeah. But I don't necessarily think that Battlefield would be a better game if it was bumped up to 60 frames. Uh, Battlefield actually is, I, I believe, on, on consoles now 60. Is it? it uh, on Battlefield. It doesn't, doesn't look it. <laughs> it doesn't have the same feel as Call of Duty, definitely. Yeah, but no, but that was I it. Don't, I don't see. It, yeah. it was The Last of Us. When The Last of Us went to PS4, 60 frames, the, it was smoother and the combat was more enjoyable, I thought. Right. No, I didn't see any problem any. with any stage of <laughs> animation. Or I was, I, at no point playing it on the PS3 was I thinking, you know what, this is a great game. But it needs to be 60. Per second. Uh, obviously, it's a big part of um, that sort of smooth experience and 60 frames per second is a big part of Street Fighter. I know that the guys behind... Obviously, because that's... The pro players use frame counting and all the rest of it, so it's they do that smooth experience is very important. They do indeed, uh, but no, no. Nope. Really <laughs> I reckon if as you as went as up to a member of the public and said, "Do you prefer oh, thirty frames or six frames per second?" They, they wouldn't know. know what you were talking about. It's uh, a lot of guys. They're just kind of internet guys, I guess, though, that really care about that 1080p stuff versus the 1080p. I think, I think that's rubbish. Because I agree with that. That's less important. Yeah, much less important. Like nine nine hundred p, like Rise, Son of Rome, I'd say is still probably the best looking looking game. I think Crytek do Crytek do great looking games. Yeah, yeah. that's nine hundred p. Right, it's better. It looks better than I think anything on PS4 or Xbox One mm. at the moment. Um, and it, yeah, so I I think anyone who argues about it, I think they'd actually really struggle side to tell side, the difference yeah, of side a side by side. side. 
Uh, all right, I'm just pulling up the next news story. This is uh, so it's Apple once again uh, tops best global brands list, and Apple ups iPhone 6 Plus manufacturing due to stronger than expected demand. So um, the 6 Plus has been more popular than they um, imagined, and it's been shift. So the 6 Plus has shifted um, more units than the iPhone 6. Are you guys are you guys interested in Apple tech or? Um, yeah. Like I've always used iPhone since I think the 3G was the first one that yeah, I got. Yeah. Um, and I think they're great. They work well. What Matthews do you think of it? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about the latest models? Are um, you... Yeah. No, I always like it, but I can't afford to go out and spend six hundred pounds on a phone when it comes out. So I have to wait until the contract comes around. But yeah. when when my contract comes around, I'll always go for the the newest model that's available. In, even though it's a bigger one this time around. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon I'd go. I reckon. You got big pockets. You've got. Well, that's one. Th- <laughs> that's one thing Sam's doing. <laughs> He's for got him. old big po- big pockets, Connors. Me. Yeah. Old big popper pocket. Me, anyway. <laughs> um, I don't know if I'd go for a plus, to be honest. Um, I've been using one for the last day, and it's re- it's really big. It's a bit too big. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, for in the interest, full disclosure, I picked it up from Apple, so I've not bought it. But it's it's sticking out of my. They were quite insistent about taking the bigger one for gaming, uh, which is what I'm doing a feature for wider. Uh, that's why I'm uh, using mean, it. But it sticks out the top of the pocket. It's, uh, it's oh, something I don't like. Oh, yeah. So you really do have to have big pockets. Yeah, that's why I'm asking about the big pockets. Old big pockets. Um, it's well, yeah, fashion to change, isn't it? Like <laughs> They were talking about actually. Apparently, the uh, gene manufacturers have uh, talked about. It's probably just them trying to get some publicity off the back of this, but uh, making their pockets bigger specifically. No, before the time. Yeah, got to move with the time, jeansies. You've not changed since the fifties. Come on. How do you How do you feel, Neil? Are you bothered about new phones when they come in? And they don't. In in fairness to Apple, um, the iPhone's probably been the best phone I've I've owned for in living memory. Um, I'm not going to queue up outside an Apple store to get a new one again with Sam when the contracts comes through. But yeah, I, I'm more swayed by the Apple brand, but that's just because I've had... You've had a good experience. Just better than, yeah, any of the competitors so far. If Windows make a, a comparable phone that's better, uh, I'll sign on with that. Or Android or whatever else. Yeah, I'm, I'm fairly open to it. It's just Apple's got a good run at the moment and I'm, I'm doing just fine with mine. Uh, so that's uh, an Apple obviously doing uh, well in the brand states as well. Uh, Drive Club, uh, next news story, Drive Club reviews have come out and uh, they've, been, they've been mixed, fair to say, I think. But the big thing that was announced when, uh, when sort of Drive Club was, was announced and PlayStation 4 was being talked about originally uh, was the PlayStation Plus edition of the game. And now it's a rumour right now, it might well be confirmed by the time we, the podcast goes up, but Drive Club PlayStation Plus edition might not be ready for UK launch. It's supposed to hit uh, tomorrow, so Friday uh, the 10th. Um, so it's uh, this is according to MCV. It's looking increasingly unlikely that the free PlayStation Plus edition uh, of Drive Club will be ready for the game's UK release tomorrow. The PlayStation Plus edition was delayed yesterday as the developers continue to struggle with server problems, uh, which prevented owners of the full game connecting online. This game's had no end of sort of delays and problems yeah. and are you into your driving games are you um some of them For, I, I i've been away for a little bit forza horizon 2 looks stunning forza horizon i think as well i've got to say that whoever all the places that have given drive club neg not neg well like less than glowing reviews yeah i'll have a look on metacritic i think were the people who played forza horizon 2 first and that kind but of that game is them. stunning yeah. like from gameplay 
social interaction, graphically, the fact that it's this massive open world, it's it's really is like top of class racing game, yeah. I think, for me. Yeah. And have you played Drive Club? You... Uh, I haven't personally played it, but I've watched it be played be quite a lot by um, Flatmate. Okay. But, um, I don't know. It just it didn't look. It, it There's something about it that didn't like. It wasn't exciting. I don't think. Yeah, for, like I, the cars looked great. I didn't think the world around them looked particularly special. Right. Um, I like the fact that it's got. So races have got objectives. So you're not just start focus on getting to first place and finishing. It's things like try and drift a certain different different distance, distance yeah. in the race, go through a certain point at a faster speed than anyone else. That, right. That's quite cool to keep you thinking about stuff you're doing, making it more of a driving game than a racing game, yeah. I guess. Yeah, there's a, there's some elements of that in, for, in Forza as well, I think, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, they don't, they, you get challenges, but it's, they do them more like, if you pass a speed trap or uh, skill chains, um, it always brings up and shows you where you are in relation to your people on your friends list and stuff. It's just a shame with Drive Club, because it has been delayed, it's been pushed back a number of times, now it's finally here and they're still having server problems, because that stuff... You know, when you've got people who you know buying the game day one, and it just get that—it's hard, I know—but get that stuff sorted out. Early I mean, so I don't—I don't have a PS4. Um, wow, you're you an Xbox One. I've got an Xbox One. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when it came time to get a next-gen console, <coughs> just, the only question I asked was just what my mates got because that's right. what I'm going to play games. Sure, with. sure. Um, I haven't so got yeah. a PS4 either. I might add. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. I'm legitimately holding out to Little Big Planet Three. Are you really? Yeah. You're the first person that I've. Spoken to that is, I think, excited for that. Well, I've mentioned that game. Well, I, I'm just, a little big Planet fan. It's just, um, you know, I've got a good history with that game. It's a game that me and my wife have both bonded over, and we've done every iteration ever since. So it's a game that we look forward to playing as a couple. Yeah. So the Little Big Planet Three is literally going to be the game that would entice me to buy. To get a PS4. Yeah, I mean, it's... It it's was, out soon, isn't it? It's out it's in out, November, I think. Yeah, so. relatively soon. So we're rethinking Christmas. We'll get our, our PS4 just for a little big Planet 3. I mean, it was always going to happen, but I was the same as Sam. We got ours around about the same sort of time, and it was just one of our, our mates playing, and we were all on Xbox, so we just migrated to Xbox One. Yes. Don't know if we should have held out a little bit longer. Uh, uh, early adapters. It's good to get some balance on, because I'm constantly... Set, well, Accused of a PS4 bias, and I, I don't, <laughs> I don't really, I don't really. I mean, if I was to buy either of them, I'd. Oh, don't get me wrong. If either of us had been sent a PS4, I imagine we'd be more than happy to sing his <laughs> to praises. Sing his praises, yeah. But um, I, I see a lot of deals coming out now where I'm like, oh, yeah. Had I on Xbox, on few, yeah, on for a few months. But then I had to get the Xbox myself early for work for because Dead Rising was out on it, and I needed sure, sure, it was work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like you, you know, like it, it's quite an important part of of my role. Like I can make all the social posts that I want, but if there's no sincerity behind them, if sure. there's no little spark that twigs people to know that the person writing it has actually is played it? this game, then yeah. people tend to see through it. Of course, they do. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I just started playing through a little bit of Dead Rising again on PC the other day. Oh, it's, it's, it looks. I mean, I know you're getting some feedback about the the game and how it's not. Yeah, Worry not, guy. Worry most not. Most optimized um, PC game, but I uh, yeah I enjoyed that game. I reviewed it for uh, I think it was stuff when it came out on Xbox, but 
So you guys are looking. Your Capcom's looking after the PC release, I think. Right? Yeah, because it, it was Microsoft, wasn't it? With, uh, yeah, it goes through uh, Capcom Vancouver. Yeah, uh, yeah. Her, her handling. But you'll be pleased to know, guy. There's been uh, three patches. Excellent. Since right, then, including some uh, some free DLC for those that had a rough time with it to good begin stuff. with. Good stuff. It's all working fine and oh. it's optimized wonderfully. That's good actually, because I, I remember speaking to um, uh, the guys from Capcom Vancouver at uh, E3 about the PC version. They were saying mm-hmm. they weren't sure of whether the DLC was coming from from the Xbox One version to the PC so that's cool that's good uh, well that's actually a nice segue into uh, talking to you guys about uh, what you're playing at the moment oh, uh, you, you, so you you're... said Shadow yeah we need a, we need a, a quick uh, drop a, a beat in there jingle, jingle there. In there. give them a jingle what are you guys playing <laughs> that's awesome like a rock yeah like a guitar guy it? wants to know what are you guys playing this like week that's just, great. I'm and just that, you could that. cut that out and use that every week. Every out. time. <laughs> uh, so you mentioned Shadow Immortal. Shadow oh, Immortal. Ten, solid 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 There's a Connors being 10 day. out of 10. You don't, you don't understand the power of Shadow of Mordor, guy. Shadow of Mordor. Now, I've been home alone this week. Sam's been up late. Shadow of Mordor is so good. You, you don't live together. You guys don't live together. We don't live together, right, but right. we were on headset. We probably should live together at this rate. It's so good, it's replaced Bane from our lexicon. So for a year and a half, we've got a lot of mileage out of Tom Hardy from Bane. Bane. Is it a year and a half? Is it, it must be longer? longer than that, yeah, a couple of years. Dark Knight Rises. So like, we'll, we'll be sitting there on headset playing Battlefield, and we're like, oh yes, we must go for this objective. For a year, <laughs> like my wife is sick of Bane, but now it has changed to the Cockney orcs from... Shadows the Dark Lord. Every second sentence, like, oh, that's the Dark Lord's cup. You can't drink from that. They cram in the really? Dark Lord. What are, you doing? what are you doing eating that food? That's the Dark Lord's food. <laughs> I do, I, it must be the same three guys that voices every orc, and they've crammed the line about a Dark Lord in there. <laughs> it is everywhere. amazing. And it's brilliant. And all, all the orcs are cockney. All the orcs are cool. If you ever played THQ's uh, Space Marine, it's very reminiscent right, of that. Right, right, yeah. Um, but yeah, just all the uh, the alludes to the Dark Lord, and they're all different, and they make us crap. Like we literally, we're playing it at the same time, and we will just shout back and forth to each other every time we've heard another line from another orc, and we're just in stitches. <laughs> absolute <laughs> so this, stitches. Absolute Is this the thing that, that secured it at ten? This uh, the accident. Certainly was, greased yeah, the, Before yeah, that, yeah. it was a nine, nine. <laughs> and then the second that started happening, ten out of ten, straight away. <laughs> Perfect video. I right. think it's just the. The Nemesis system. I've it? heard a lot about the Nemesis system, and I'll put my hands up and say I don't, I don't fully know what it is. Right. So what it is is you've got they've got a giant bank of names, characteristics, personalities, voices, appearances, everything. Yeah. And every time um, a new Uruk comes in as a captain or whatever in the in the hierarchy of the the orcs, um, it just randomly generates a character out of all those assets and then puts them in the world. Um, and then, basically, what what you can do is manipulate it however you want, but it also just lives on its own. Mm. So they'll fight amongst each other, like because they're, they're all they've all got the they all want to get to be a war chief in right. the area, one of the top guys. So they'll fight with each other. They'll do ambushes on each other. Um, and basically what you can do is you just try and take them all out at first but then you unlock an ability that lets you brand and control them so they're on your side right, and then right. you can start getting really devious with it 
and sort of aid them in getting to Warshi. So if someone's dueling with them or trying to ambush them, you can go and watch and then kill the person or aid them in whatever little battle they're in. Right. So they'll get promoted and get more power, and then eventually you get them to the top tier, and then they're they're your guy. They're your guy. Okay, that sounds cool. You end up with your own little orc army. Yeah, yeah, basically. Sounds like I mean, uh, it sounds a little bit like what was the in Assassin's Creed where you would hire your own assassin, but way better than that. Like, yeah, that's it. It's like rather than it being a, a side menu where like yeah, almost true. like a. It sort of reminds me... Asset management type thing. It's, it's something that you're actually playing. Yeah. The first time I ever came across something like that was, um, for me, was Mercenaries, the Playground of Destruction, where they had, like, the deck of cards, which was based off, like, what the American troops were given when they went into Iraq to capture high-profile uh, Iraqi generals and what have you. So every time you discover one of these orcs... Uh, you can either bump them off or you can interrogate them to find out locations or weaknesses of other orcs up the chain. Right, right. Or send death threats. Or you send can send them off to go on death threat, which will increase the the orcs' level and power, give them a gang of people around them, but then also means that the rune or power-up thing that you're going to get when you kill them will be a higher Right. It is good that they made it like you are essentially a ghosty, stabby man. So you, you, death shouldn't really matter to you. But they've made a good system that when you die, time passes and this this chain will like organically grow, like Sam says, like they'll vie for power and level up. Yeah. Which makes it great for like when you've got to face the guy that bumped you off last time, who'll waste no time in telling you like, oh, I killed you last time. The Dark Lord was pleased. But I'll do it properly this time. They always give you a bit of banter. And uh, the Dark Lord. The Dark Lord! The Dark Lord, Lord guy! He's coming! You don't know about the Dark Lord guy! Oh, he's so dark! Oh, he's obsidian! (laughs) Well, I did the 30... I think it was the 35 gigabyte download uh, on PC. So uh, I've uh, I've just did it this morning. 60 frames, mate. 60 frames. 60 frames. 60 frames. My graphics card is not good enough for this next... Was it the... uh, Expanded texture pack or whatever. There was a piece oh, right. on Eurogamer about it. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be pretty intense. Um, <laughs> so it's a great game. Great obviously, game. and it's so. just fun as well. It's 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 the Arkham combat system yeah. slowed down a little bit with like special powers thrown mm-hmm. in. And Assassin's Creed um, kind of and then uh, Assassin's Creed sort of world scaling. like gathering stuff and um, and scaling and traversal. Um, in the Lord of the Rings world, I'm not. I'm, the Rings I'll be able to tell you, I'm not a massive sort of Lord of the Rings nut. Oh. Neither am I right. at all. Um, like I, I mean, I like obviously watched the films. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. War in the North was a playable game, mm-hmm. but it's just it's a, an amazing game um, at its core, and then it's got this sort of orcs and swords and good versus evil skin all over it. Great to see it kind of come not come out of nowhere but you know no, I don't think anyone I'd heard from other journalists who'd seen the game that they really liked it so I, th- I was aware of it but yeah. it sort of came out of nowhere really. And That's a nice little surprise. Yeah it's great when that happens September. still still rare when that happens actually like a new IP new kind of I know it's based on Lord of the Rings yeah. but new game that's, uh, that just comes out of nowhere and is really really great. You know what yeah. might take 10 you by surprise? 10 out of 10 according to uh, might take you by surprise but Sam and I are often referred to as the Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson of gaming. Who's well, we're that's switched. a point of contention. Right, yeah. switch. Okay, but we're both two all... homes. It depends who you are. So that's right. when two you talk. Right, two halls. Two halls or two homes. <laughs> right, two we homes. have been called two halls <laughs> two... before. 
That'd be a great podcast name, actually. The Two Holes. The Two Talk Holes about podcast. Uh, we are both also playing uh, Sherlock Holmes' uh, Crimes and Punishments. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've seen that, this, yeah. That snuck up on me, that game. Also very good. Is it? Also very good. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I mean, like, for me, it's got some little niggles, like some execution mm. things, uh, which you... I mean, realistically, these days, you expect from anyone that's not, like, a Ubisoft or Sony sure, or sure. someone... Um, but the stories in it, the cases. So back up. What is it? What's the? Oh, it's, so it's game, uh, so. your Sherlock Holmes third person. Uh, it's a series of cases where there's been a crime, normally a murder. You show up, talk to witnesses, investigate the crime scene, do deductions, put things together, accuse someone. Um, but the two things for me that are making it so brilliant are the cases themselves are actually really interesting and um, intriguing little cases. Right. Um, but the deduction system is, it's not like every other criminal procedural type game before where it's, this is the case, this is the solution, you've got to find these things to prove that. You see what I mean? Like L.A. Noir, all the yeah. cases in that, they weren't really you trying to figure out what had happened, it was you getting the evidence to prove what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas in this, Sherlock Holmes genuinely is you trying to figure out what happened. Right. And like my, like within one case, you can be like, right, well, they definitely did it for this reason. And then you'll go along and you'll find someone else and you'll be like, oh, but maybe they did it. And then they were just bystanders. And right, right. But essentially at any point... <laughs> I do think that's Sherlock Holmes' actual inner monologue. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, they did it. I think they did it. Oh, <laughs> oh maybe not. Mm. Um... But any, you can basically get them wrong right. completely, and the game will move on. It won't go like, oh, you got this wrong, try again. It will just be like, yeah, right, okay, okay you accused them of doing that. You, you messed up that lot in their life, yeah. Um, and this is the reason that you said it, and then you just sort of move on. Wow. And, and yeah. Sounds in some ways a lot like a little game Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. Great game. Best game. <laughs> it sounds like that. That's, that's, the only, a, that's the only game that's better than Sherlock Holmes of <laughs> doing that sort of thing. It's almost worthy of a plug to say that uh, episodes one to three will be uh, on 3DS by Christmas. Yeah, ah. remastered. Excellent. Never, never played it. Never played a Phoenix Wright game. You don't know. Well, you don't know on a 3DS. I don't know 3DS. I've heard they're very good. Though. Of course, there is an iOS <laughs> version which you can now play. Maybe that's what you could play on your your iPhone six guy. Is uh, get that really show off the uh, yeah the iPhone six? You'd be surprised. Excellent. <laughs> I promise you, I'll download it. I think I first think episode might free. Already, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. I think it's it was that and uh, it was Ghost Trick as well. Was Ghost Trick, yeah, yeah, that's on there. That's on there. Um, so anyway, Sherlock Holmes. That PC only that one, or is that PlayStation? Uh, no, been playing it on Xbox One. It's on Xbox PS4 one. and uh, PC. I couldn't say whether it was on uh, last gen. Uh, and then Alien. Who's played Alien? Aliens. aliens. Alien. Uh, aliens. Alien uh, Isolation. Alien Isolation. Yeah, is I think so, some say the best game since Aliens: Colonial Marines. <laughs> <laughs> the best game or the best Alien game? Oh, the best, best game. game. I'd, I'd say that Alien Isolation is by an absolute. Mile, the best game that's ever come out of the Alien franchise. Wow, okay. By a mile. Even better than the old Jaguar game. Better than the Jaguar games, Ooh, better than the original Alien statements. vs. Predator. Wow, yeah, okay. It's you, the love that you can see for that franchise that's come out of Creative Assembly is yeah. just, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's uh, it's um, got a glowing 5.9 uh, review on IGN. That's just. I've voiced well. this on, on Twitter. I'm a big like believer that everyone has their opinion yeah. people are vastly different they're going to think different things but that's wrong 
No, 5.9 for Alien Isolation is wrong. You can't understand how they've got that. No, I I can't. uh, Considering that they've given certain other games, like, have gotten 8s or 9s from IGN. And I know that there's a whole thing with, like, oh, it's the reviewer, it's nothing to do with the outlet. But, you know, when you're a site that big, 80% of the people who read that review probably didn't even look to see who wrote it. It's just what is IGN's review. Sure. Um, it's IGN's name that goes next to it, not the reviewers when it goes on things like Metacritic or gets talked about online. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 5.9 just, I just don't think reflects the game in any way, shape or form. Uh, six from GameSpot. Uh, uh... There's been a lot of people pointing out that the the difference between the reviews. This is, is like this the is American. These American, yeah, that's the difference, isn't it? The American reviewers that that where they've gone up Messi's, gave it lower scores. Messy stealth gameplay, creaky video game cliches, limp exploration. Look at how uh, angry you are. <laughs> I just <laughs> look at that face. I th- a lot of it again is probably just because of my absolute love for the Alien franchise yeah sure and, it's, and what Creative Assembly have done is they haven't created a brilliant game necessarily right but they've created an, a perfect virtual Alien experience right I went to an event on Monday uh, in Colchester a very good friend of ours Arthur mm-hmm. told me okay. uh, runs the Extreme Gaming Centre there um, and he, he put on an event for Alien that he came up with this event planned it put it on um, and it was basically screening of the film at the local Odeon. Oh, I heard about this, yeah. The, yeah. the original Alien, um, and then followed by gameplay on a cinema screen. So people, everyone cinema. was watching people play. Uh, yeah, this, I posted something on Facebook. This is where I've seen it, yeah. Okay. Um, and it was literally like, the, he put it in so it was like, you went and watched Alien. Um, it was like, when we got there, everyone had to sign in, like... On Wayland Utani release forms and stuff, oh, he built excellent. the whole thing up so it was the like, whole secret cinema kind of thing. Exactly, yeah, he had actors right. as Colonial Marines uh, towards the end. Like there was like when the film finished, they did like a sort of amateur dramatics thing of the Marines arguing about something getting out, everyone getting taken out of the fire exit, a little thing in the side room, and then taken back into the. Well, I mean, I don't want. It sounds great. I don't want to complain here, but that's isn't that more aliens than alien. Yeah, it's mm. it, it is, but then the idea is that it's um, post Alien, and the film was being shown as a dramatic reenactment, a live action reenactment right. of the events on the Nostromo. Right, right. Okay. So at this point, the Colonial Marines. It's all canon. Yeah, it's, it's all, all canon. canon. It's all, it's all, all canon. Don't worry, guys. All canon. They're all into the timeline, so that's. <laughs> um, but it was amazing watching the film, the original Alien, and then going straight from that to the game, mm. and you immediately see that. The game is just that world. Right. Exactly, like to the letter, everything. Like the computers, the doors, the halls, the sounds, mm. everything. It's like you're there. Um, I've been watching um, uh, my housemate Aoife uh, playing some of it, and it does it does look... Uh, yeah, it's amazing. Fantastic. She plays video games. Is she, on, not, a, is she not a fake gamer? On PlayStation now? 4 as well, oh. yes. Yeah, here we go. How the tables have turned. And she leaves Xbox magazine. She's and, uh, changed. <laughs> she's changed, and she's already on the PlayStation. Um, what was ama- what's amazing about Alien is watching it is as tense and engrossing as playing it. Okay. Uh, so, like, flatmates had it, uh, Dan's had it for um, had it for a while obviously to review uh, and I found myself sort of going into his room and would just sit and watch for 20 minutes and you find yourself 
even in that situation, just sort of being like, oh shit, no, no, don't go there, or like turn around, and like, I'm not someone who enjoys watching people play games at all. Right. But that was, yeah, sort of 20 minutes every so often, I'd have to find myself sort of being like, right, I'll leave now, because I want to play this. You you don't want to spoil it. But after the event, there's 80 people sat in a cinema, having just watched Alien, and then, basically, it was the survival mode, where it's get from A to B, and avoid the aliens. Yeah, I played that. Yeah, yeah. um, and they were just drawing, everyone had a raffle ticket and they were drawing numbers and whoever got picked went to the front and had a go at it. And there was 80 people in that cinema just watching someone else play a game and they were all like as into it as Enthralled. the person playing. Like right. when the alien dropped out of a vent, everyone in the cinema it was like watching a horror film rather right. than a game. Right. And it's, yeah, they, like they've a, nailed it. Sounds like a great event. I, I, I will say, like going into it, I thought, again, because of the Colonial Marines thing, and actually, um, Creative Assembly—they do fantastic strategy games, but their other non-strategy games have not uh, have not been that strong. I, I didn't have high expectations for it, so again, it's great to see it come out and, and be really, really. I good. think it's I think it's brilliant. Yeah, it sounds like you think it's brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely going to play that one. I think I think actually I think my my order will be Alien and then Shadow of Mordor. I think that's probably wise. Yeah. Shadow of Mordor is going to suck up your time. Like. One of the weird things about the game was some of the complaints about how long Alien is. Like 16 hours. I never yeah. really heard this complaint before. Um, well, it's, you've got to take it slow as well. I can only... I, can, I literally, like, <coughs> reading the IGN review all the way made through... made you angry. It made me angry, but I just got the feeling that it was someone who wasn't very good at the game right. and was getting frustrated with it and then lashed out. Right. Because I don't... I don't know how you get to five point nine for that game. It's just, it's like it's clickbaiting. That's what it is. There's no genuine. Wow, this is controversial. Uh, no, I'm at Sam Connersby on at Twitter. Right? Connors- Whoever's written that review, come at me because I'd love to talk to you about it. I've just closed the window, otherwise I would. Uh, I would look. Uh, um, Neil, what uh, what have you been playing? Well, what have quite, you been doing? It's oh, quite... sticks. Talk about sticks. I'm not, sticks, I've not yeah, I've seen st- sticks. I'm not done enough of sticks, admittedly. It is quite weird because... What is stick? Is it a, what sort of game like is stealth. it? stealth. Stealth. Pure stealth. Pure like, stealth. pure, pure stealth. Is this S-T-Y-X, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 So Master of Shadows guy. I went from a game all about sneaking around and stabbing orcs to... You know, like yeah. a game where you sneak around as a goblin and stab things, but I've not, <laughs> I've not got enough into it to describe it fairly. But I mean, we're... We've sort of synced up in our game because we've done Shadows of Mordor and we've done Sherlock. You're off to do Alien Forza now. Uh, my big one was off uh, to do what? Alien. Oh, Forza's Forza's done. You done Forza? Forza's yeah, so this done. is Horizon. Correct. So I'm yeah. on yeah. So I'm on Alien at the moment. Right. And then I've still got a few missions at the end of Mordor. I've got the last case of Sherlock, which I'm literally saving for Sunday. That game is just is Sunday gaming. They might as well have just written that on the box. <laughs> Sunday gaming. It's perfect Sunday gaming. Um, but yeah. So I take a bit of a different avenue. The other games that I'm playing at the moment, glad you're sitting down, is uh, the the extended version of Diablo 3. Yeah. Uh, which is great. On console? On Xbox One. Yeah. I, did a, I did the whole thing on 360 and now I've played through the whole thing on... Uh, Xbox One wow. and it's, it's brilliant and I love the story and I love the characters and it's to the extent I was up at three in the morning playing it just mashing A and like found myself on a brand new level with no idea what had happened so it's nice and simple and just brainless it was fun, like it. literally there was I think at one point fell asleep on the headset whilst <laughs> playing it and then I heard him suddenly wake up still tapping A <laughs> 
It yeah. is a brilliant game. Though. The other game that I'm playing at the moment with my better half is uh, Disney Infinity 2.0. Oh, this is good to get. I, this is good to get your input on it. I played it at Gamescom, right? Uh, and I, I wasn't as big a fan of it as uh, as the Skylanders series. I fucking I, love Skylanders. I presume you're a Skylanders. I make no bones about my love for Skylanders. It's great. Can't yeah. move for Skylanders. I've not played the new one yet. Is it out? Is out this week? I think. Friday. Friday. Yeah. 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 Might if you're have listening, to get it is that the track? Is that the trap team? Trap team. Yeah, trap team. So, anyone, anyone from Activision if listening, listening. Uh, guy will get your game seen <laughs> in all the big publications. <laughs> if you send it to him, I'll put it on my website. Uh, if you send it to me, and Neil would just love you. I'm just talking Personally. about Skylanders. Instead of talking about those Capcom games, I'm like, guys, guys, I've got a new tra- I've got a new Skylander. It's awesome. So, uh, yeah. So, so if you li- if you're listening, Jonathan, <coughs> Rachel, uh, anyone over at Activision, yeah, Skylanders fans here. So yeah, the new one. Disney Infinity, like, mate. Disney Infinity, yeah. <clears throat> Great game. Is it good? Is it? Um, it is. Uh, to its credit, is marginally better than the the last. Uh, and I'm much more interested in the characters they've got this time around. They've the launched with little figurines. I got like Neil. I got um, uh, what's she called? Um, Scarlett Hansen's character in Oh Black Scar- Widow. Black Widow. Yeah. 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 Neil, what? what figures are you playing with on Disney Infinity 2.0? Do you really want what to know? What play packs have you got? <laughs> right. If, if I've not got a complete set yet. Uh, so I'm half Guardians Activision. of the. <laughs> I'm half no, it's Disney's, Disney's Disney they're just um, across the road as well we can go and wrap we can wrap the window everyone's, everyone's here in uh, Lammersmith that's it Lammersmith got a Byron yeah it was Hammersmith until I got a Byron I remember on the last podcast the big thing was uh, there's going to be a Byron you know Alan Rickman still lives right here does he yeah uh, I'm not going to attempt to do his Alan Rickman. <laughs> Thank you for letting me be a guest <laughs> on your I podcast. Recently, I recently very good. challenged Eva Wilson in the next piece of TV work that she does to review a game solely in the style of Alan Rickman. Can she do a good Alan Rickman? No, no. that's half the entertainment <laughs> guy. <laughs> she's too busy hanging out with uh, Dick and Dom these days. She's oh, gone to bigger changed. things. Bigger she's things. Showbiz Wilson. I remember when she was just a young goth walking into the Jinx office. <laughs> Can I review video games, please? <laughs> this Everyone recoiled in horror at the sight of a girl. To anyone that's not that's listening, that's not into uh, the personal lives of, of me and uh, and the guys here. So my housemate Efa used to you you used to work with her. Yeah, we worked with her for several years back when she was cool. <laughs> back before she was BBC. Back before she went corporate. Corporate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So anyway, Disney so yeah, Infinity. Yeah, I'm, half, <laughs> I'm half Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. and I'm half Avengers, and then I've got uh, the characters that we acquired from last time, so that's like Pirates of the Caribbean, Monsters University. Can you uh, put them into 2.0? Yes. yes. Okay. yes. And crucially, yeah. on the 7th of November, I know they're doing uh, Princess Jasmine and Aladdin, totally buying them. Magic Carpet that? Ride? Yeah. Course. And uh, they're doing Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. Oh, oh nice! Definitely pick up. I know you're have a you fan of, fan of that little big fan. Have you got Black Widow? Do you want, I think I've got the Black Widow. I'm, I'm alright, mate. I've got, got Black, Black Widow. It's very okay. kind of you. It's no very worries, kind of no you. Worries. Uh, so, so this is so you can play with the old um, characters, but there's a new portal, isn't there? Or not portal, geez, whatever they call it. It's a portal it don't be Skylanders. confusing Skylanders oh, with Disney oh Infinity. Getting... No wonder you didn't get a GMA nod. <laughs> this is serious games business. That's yeah. when you when you go and see Disney and you're like you're asking them the question and you know they're not going to call it a portal. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. I though. don't even remember the official term. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's a new portal, is it? Or yeah, you can use the characters. You you can't use the uh, the little the I don't think it's the game discs yeah. from last time that sort of open up new levels. But to be honest. Toy box mode 
uh, where you get to construct your own levels isn't as big a draw no. as just playing through the stories. Uh, again, it's it's a game that me and my wife can get behind and play together. So, so family you, that you enjoy together. it. You enjoy it as well. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, just get a kick out of running about as Rocket Raccoon, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. They got Gardens of the Galaxy in like so quickly. Well, the the, the word... <laughs> I don't think they had that plan. Oh, they had that guy. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm sure. <laughs> word on the street is they might get the Star Wars characters in come Oof. the movie release. They will. Of course they will, wouldn't yeah. they? Yeah, this is big. Of course they will. It's big. So they've got all the Marvel ones already, yeah. and then yeah, Star Wars. Makes sense. It does make sense. Anything else that's on your that you looking out for at the moment. I, I haven't got the latest releases up in front of me. <laughs> uh, I am waiting to pick up my Alien Isolation. I'll only be able to play that, unfortunately, when she's in bed. Uh, too scary. Too scary, which doesn't make a lot of sense. I'm not looking forward to playing it in the dark, so uh, I'm a bit... Oh, it's hesitant. amazing. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> it's amazing. It's the only game I've ever to stop every hour and just sort of be like... Right. <laughs> a <laughs> mental break, a yeah. Other than that, the only thing that I'm really looking forward to is uh, Far Cry 4. Yeah, that know, looks great, yeah. Which I know is just going to be more of the same, but that's all I want from it. Yeah. It's going to be great. Uh, what's the, what's the um, antagonist? He's got... I think he's, he's played a sharp by... Sharp Dresser. Sharp Dresser, played yeah. by... Uh, he's Troy Baker, is yeah, it? Yeah, it's yeah, Troy again. Troy. Oh, uh, doing a great job. Did you um, like... Was, is it Troy and Shadows of Mordor? Yeah. I think um, Troy and... Uh, Troy's Talion. Uh, Nolan North, North is yeah. one of the bad guys. But the the star of Shadow of uh, of Mordor is the Cockney Orc. I won't drop a spoiler. It's uh, the the elf, the elf wraith. Oh, okay. It's like gives you the powers. Yeah. Okay. yeah Every line he comes yeah. out with is just superb. Do we know who it is? Who's the? Uh, I can't think. We looked it up. Um, he's not. He's done enough. other some other video game work stuff. But he's not he's, Nolan North. Basically. No, he's it's brilliant. It sounds great. I can't wait to play this game now. So, um, so nothing really. That's you. You got Alien Isolation, and then you're yeah. Right. I'm just holding out for uh, Far Cry Four. Yeah. What about uh, you? Sam? What's the your Evil one? Within. Yeah. I can't wait to play the Evil Within. I'm not. What's, what's I'm not very excited about the Evil Within. I have oh, to say. That's, I, that's fair enough. I can say. I just. I'm really looking forward to just. Yeah, exploring that weird little world. Sure. Um, what's, what's it about? What's it about? Yeah, I if can't you tell imagine, you, are you genuine imagine, or are you... Never, never heard of this game. You've never heard of the Evil Within? No. Yes, if you imagine... Uh, Don't bother, just just play Resident Evil. If you imagine Resident, <laughs> you Resident Evil coming like, early If you imagine 20... Resident Evil 4... Uh, Great game. The good one. The good one. Yeah, the good one. Oh, <laughs> steady on. Imagine Resident Evil 4, but with some better monster and character design. Impossible. And, um, <laughs> and you've got the Evil Within right there. there. What? What? Don't don't give me that look. I'm I'm as looking forward to Resident Evil HD as I am to the Evil Within. But what's the Evil Evil still? Within a little bit more though? Surely a little, little bit more. You see that? Have a decent but story. But Resident <laughs> Evil Revelations Two is only around the corner. So, uh, Lords of the Fallen, um, I've played a bit of now, and that's um, actually looking. Played really a good. played a bit of that yesterday. Actually, as it happens, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, you... I did. Yeah. I mean. It, it, can't avoid the Dark Souls comparison. Of course not. But that's a good thing, I think, actually. I enjoyed yeah, my time I, with it. I did not enjoy Dark Souls in any way, shape, or form. Wow. Uh, it I was... played the second one for 45 minutes before putting my controller down and saying, why would anyone do that to themselves? I was reading Edge magazine this month, and they say it's the most important game of this generation. Wow, what, the Dark Souls 2? Oh, no, Dark Souls 1, I think it was. Dark yeah. Souls 1's the most important game of their generation. Yeah. Probably why Prince dying. <laughs> 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 But no, Lords of the Fallen is. I felt like Lords of the Fallen is a more accessible Dark it is, Souls. It is. Yeah. It's it's the same 
feeling of like, yep, yeah, you've got a big beast that you've got to hack away at, take down, always be on your guard and use tactics. Um, and, and sense when it's sort of making its mistake and then go yeah. in for the, for the weak spot. But it's just done in a way where anyone can pick it up and do that rather than Dark Souls, which I think, speaking to most people I know who've had a go at it, you either have to be you someone to... who plays video games for a living to understand yeah. it or... Well, I disagree with that, actually. It's, it's, been very succe- it's been very successful. So there are clearly a lot of people out there who, <laughs> who do enjoy oh, that. Oh, yeah, no, don't get me wrong. That's, it's, that's their thing. Uh, yeah. Some people like really hard games. It's... And I, I have remembered a game that we are in fact looking forward to and somehow slipped my mind. Cometh October. Where we are now. Yeah. Is it coming out in October? It's coming out in November, I think. Is yeah, because normally, it's, you're normally it's an October release, yeah, but uh, WWE 15, mate. They've, uh, WWE they've 15, that's... recently pushed back so that they can, uh, on the next gen, on Xbox One and PS4, so they can optimise it. Right. Because they're working 60 frames, with... mate. I yeah. saw the. I They're saw working the. with the same team who do all the visual stuff for NBA, right? Okay. Uh, so that they can get bring that fidelity into. Because it's, it's still developed by Ukes, right, in Japan. Yeah, which is. Uh, uh, but much more in conjunction with Two K. What they've done. It looks. I, I'm, yeah. look, I'm not a big WWE fan. Don't really play games, but the, I saw the the footage um, from the last trailer. And it looked really, really good. It's, really yeah, strange. visually, it's astonishing. Yeah, like it's it really does look like next gen, like. Almost incredible, almost photo real, yeah. yeah. But it's—I mean, like, I don't watch WWE anymore. I haven't followed WWE since like 2000. I Did think. you play the most recent UFC game? Was yes, not, yeah? EA Sports yeah. UFC. What do you think? There's some very strange. Yeah, some, sorry if you're picking that up. Probably will be a little bit. Is, some, is it drilling or? There's a fire Someone's alarm. Dragging someone around. <laughs> there's, a, there's a fire alarm when we got here, so hopefully that won't happen. Um, well, WWE this year they've bought in like so. Last year I think it was just let's get one out. Yeah. Uh, this year though the gameplay stuff that they've done is they've actually changed some of the gameplay features I think vastly for the better so they've they've sort of embraced the theatricality of of WWE and um, so you get things now like there's almost like a rock paper scissors grappling system Mm -hmm. so you've got to say I want to do this sort of grapple and then your opponent does it blind and then whichever one's better wins it and so they made it a lot more cinematic and visual with with how the wrestling game plays out, um, and you can see the career mode and everything, and how important the visual, like the package of WWE Two K Fifteen, is for them. Right. EA Sports UFC, on the other hand, um, I'm a massive UFC fan. I've um, recently gotten into UFC. I have to say, like yeah, massive, massive fan of it um, as a sport, and obviously they're at the top of that sport. Um, the game, I think the actual gameplay is as close as MMA's ever been to getting nailed in a game. Mm-hmm. Like It's got the fluidity, it's got decent ground control, the fighting's obviously based off the Fight Night games yeah. and works really, really well. Um, the package of the game, like the user experience, is appalling. So good, it's yeah. absolutely shocking that it even made it to shelf. Right. Like you, The simplest things for fighting games, like when you finish a fight... Your only options are rematch with the same fighters or go out to the main menu. Right. Like, a fighting game these days that comes out without a select fighter yeah, option yeah. is on that menu. It's yeah. madness. Yeah. Um, a UFC game where you can't create your own pay per views to play through. Right. Um, literally, your options are career mode as a created fighter, fight now one fight at a time before going back to the menu, yeah. or fighting online. Yeah. And that's it. Um, so yeah, it's great game. Great uh, game, but 
yeah, I reckon when they do the second one, which obviously they will eventually do. I think so. I don't know if it sold. Did it sell all right? I think, I think it did all right. Because UFC is, a, is now a more popular sport, I think, than uh, Yeah, than much WWE. more popular. Yeah. Um, but then, I mean, I didn't see any stories come up about, oh, EA Sports UFC sold terribly, which they would have done if it had. Yeah, that's... I think you have to you have to sell like two million copies these days. To yeah, if you're going to get a sequel, it's about yeah, two million copies like is the is the best <laughs> the number to work with. I think. What, what about um, Sleeping Dogs, the remastered edition or the the definitive edition? Um, I've got that now. Um, I've played it for sort of half an hour, and I do intend to play more of it. But I've already played it twice. Right, okay. On, so you're good on So I'm like, though. I know what happens in this now. It looks fantastic. <laughs> it looks a good visual upgrade. And yeah. anyone who hasn't played Sleeping Dogs, I cannot recommend it's enough. A good, it's a really good story. In the, it's a really good story. The, the sort of beat-em-up fighting gameplay is really fun. Yeah. Um, uh, but I t- personally, I think I'm going to struggle to get back through it just because it's like a 30, 40-hour yeah. game. It's long. I, and it's got all the DLC in as well. I actually... That uh, I'm really looking forward to I playing. was at Square Enix's new London offices yesterday seeing oh, yeah. some young man called uh, Ian Dixon. Oh, uh, my... And uh, seeing... seeing so your housemate seeing... My other housemate, yeah. uh, life is uh, Life is Strange as well, which that I missed at Gamescom. I don't know if one of you guys came to me at Gamescom and said it looked really good I get this feeling I think I did I saw it in a hall I, I think pretty much everyone who saw it at Gamescom was then going to everyone else and going this looks really good very cool looking game very cool yeah they were made by uh, it's made by Don't Nod Don't who Nod. made a very excellent game called Remember Me that yeah, I'm sure you which... can pick up in the shops I really I, yeah go, I as well Remember Me I think I really enjoyed Remember Me underrated I say yeah, yeah. it was visually it was incredible story had its moments and the, the system cool of creating concept. your own combos was really nice that yeah. was something new yeah it was great, it was great. Um, but they obviously don't not they obviously understand how to do things a bit different And but just the story itself and episodic release a bit of, bit of to do the lazy journalist comparison bit of Walking Dead Walking Dead-esque of, uh, Walking Dead-esque yeah um, you know a really yeah, good uh, episodic game that's coming out soon <laughs> oh, um, he's gone into full Capcom mode hasn't he there is a really really good one yeah. coming up that the whole world's looking forward to I can't the name's on the tip of my tongue Neil yeah, what is it? It's uh, Resident Evil Revelations 2. Is it? So episodic. Why have, they decided, why have you decided to go episodic? <laughs> why have you used Revelations 2? It's a faster way to bring it out. It's going to be good. It's going to build on that whole atmosphere of like tuning in for your favourite TV oh, show. Oh, dude. Every that. seven days, another episode. So seven got, days. So you've got a chance to catch up, play it all. How many, how many episodes are you doing? It's going to be four. Four episodes. Oh, yeah. £8, £15 episode. What are you Lower. Lower. <laughs> lower. Lower. lower it's all on there if you go onto the brand page it's all telling you how much it's going to cost I think you'll be managed to sat right here yeah, <laughs> exactly. tell us about it Neil. pleasantly surprised at the price I think you're going to be like sign me up in fact you'll say give me a copy and I'll be like, no. an episode Four ninety I'm just going to guess until you say the number is it announced <laughs> it's yeah, it announced okay. it's good what is it I'll sort you out a copy don't worry no I'll make him buy it come on 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. <laughs> that's how it works corruption that's, it that's it I've given one now they just start flooding out <laughs> hashtag Gamergate guys thanks very much for um, your time really appreciate it where can people find out more of your excellent and not so good work uh, so I'm at Sam Connersby on, on Twitter, Twitter. Um, and uh, if you go to www.gamecentral.tv uh, normally video that's on the homepage or some of them will be something that I've done yeah, and, and of course uh, the non-GMA nominated podcast <laughs> frankly we didn't want to be nominated uh, it, it only brings those, you down it's those uh... farcical awards <laughs> um, 
<laughs> the uh, the almanac of awesome. Uh, it destroys it destroys your career when you get one. You That's what you're, <laughs> you're dead to the most of the outlets um, in the industry. Yeah, the Almanac of Awesome is uh, that's where me and Neil rant about. Well, I rant and Neil desperately tries to to edit, to out, edit yeah. out or restrain. Will me. you be talking about Batgirl on that? Did we? Your new uh, well, that's no, on, that's I, on the desk. In the I did. Room. I did pick up Batgirl thirty five today. It's quite good. Uh, no, we have a, a system of doing things alphabetically. Mm. We've shamelessly pretty much ripped off Sesame Street and <laughs> do it letter by letter until we have twenty six excellent episodes and then we're just going to delete them start again much like the KLF just like delete everything <laughs> we've ever put together start my, on the Sesame Street um, no my dad was saying I can't remember exactly what he's been changed to but Cookie Monster is now doing healthy eating he's now like the what? veggie monster oh, he, he, he certainly eats his cookies in moderation yes you know, which is no bad thing no, no. that's bullshit <laughs> it's the cookie monster alright he is still the cookie monster, I think. He's not like the, the vegetable monster or the, you know, get five a day monster. <laughs> he's, uh, <laughs> but that's he's, the but point. he's just in moderation. You know? He's the cookie monster. In moderation. Just, uh, why, is it, why is it Sesame Street's fault that kids are eating too many cookies? Stop giving them cookies. I just like the fact Done. that it's on Guy's dad's radar. It is. My dad is a font of knowledge around uh, all things Sesame Street. I've also heard he makes a, a cracking salted caramel makes ice cream. cracking salted caramel ice cream, which I was trying to avoid when I was up there. And you also haven't bought any in for us. I'm not. Although I did, I've got some. Last time, listeners, in case you're wondering, we had mini donuts and such for us whilst we made this. This time, now that he's not GMA nominated. <laughs> the budget's gone. The budget's out gone. The window, guy's slipping. It? Doesn't care about his guests anymore. It, it, it really, the thing was, it doesn't make much sense me bringing in food it for a podcast. It's <laughs> <laughs> to me. <laughs> anyway. I haven't had an opinion about 60 frames per second if I'd had a donut. <laughs> in, your, in your mouth. The, the um, thing that, uh, that Neil's not telling you is that I brought some red vines in so oh, sweet lord yeah, so from, from San Francisco I think wow. you, have you squirreled those away they yeah, go straight in the bag I've told him he has to share them with the Capcom guys but he won't he's he will go and bathe in them he's in the bathroom <laughs> there's enough there's enough to cover a good 50% of your body worth I'd say. shower it's himself a, in red vine it's a family it's a family bag I think it's is it one pound of red vines red red flavour so, red uh, flavour red flavour I've got a pound of red vines and you've hidden it so I can't have any yeah you scumbag that's me uh, we'll crack them open after this guys thanks very much oh we haven't actually said where you're, you're uh, if, if sorry. you're so <laughs> sorry, it's yeah. fine you can find me at uh, Neil Gortz with a Z uh, track me down say hello uh, if you're at the GMAs next week, he'll be the guy in a suit. Yep, the only portly one. Scottish man in a suit. Less portly. It should be said that it should be said that Neil has given up booze this year. Yeah, so the GMAs probably won't be very much fun at all. We have to talk to people oh, from the industry sober. Oh, heckle. Well, Jeez. I have a more sober mind to give really cutting heckles. Yeah. Like, oh, I deserved that award, did yeah. you, prick? <laughs> Do that when uh, Ellie gets her uh, journalist, 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 journalist award. Uh, what should have oh. been cocker? What is the journalist journalist award? What does it even mean, guys? Uh, it's it's somewhere in my email here. I think it's something. It's the person that represents. I know integrity's in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and you're up for that. And I'm up for really? integrity. Uh, it comes up in this shit. <laughs> Quality, obviously, will be in there somewhere. Obviously. There are three things that embody a journalist. Journalist, I don't know what they are, so um, unlikely to wear. Check shirt, check shirt, check yeah. shirt, <laughs> a neck beard, <laughs> questionable body, questionable, <laughs> yeah, 
questionable views on... Uh... Open to corruption. <laughs> uh, guys, thanks so much for uh, coming on the show. It's been thanks a pleasure. for having us, Guy. Uh, Again, you that's, didn't even learn. That's, so you're, you're two now. You're three times on the show, aren't you? Yep. Uh, yeah. Same time next year. Same time next year. Uh, if you want to find out more about uh, the show, I'm on Twitter. It's Guy Cocker. If you have any feedback, send it to podcast at guycocker.com. Uh, hopefully won't be as much of a gap for the next episode, but I'm going to have to... Like search for people that are going to be able to top you guys. It's a, on a on a losing mission really there. But uh, if you're uh, feeling generous, remember leave me a review or rating on iTunes. Thanks very much for listening, and I will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.